Welcome to Bourbon and Grass, a nonsensical podcast with Mike and Ryan. Ryan. Mike. Welcome to the inaugural episode of Bourbon and Grass, a nonsensical podcast, episode 013. No, 12. Yes. I'm getting ahead of myself. Yeah, you are. Yeah. Lucky number 13 is almost, almost upon us. Yeah. And I actually saying that unlucky number, that could have been the end of the podcast, which is topical for what we're talking about today. What are we talking about today? The end of the world. <laughs> podcast is outlive that, so I'm not too worried about it. <laughs> We'll still be pumping out good content even after the meteors come and the locusts and I love such it. and so forth. So we'll, we'll record it and we'll, we'll talk about it in the in the thing. We'll talk about it. I agree. So sorry, I was getting a little bit of a drink there. So Ryan, you had surgery, my man. I did. And how are you doing? Uh, I'm doing okay. Doing yeah. All right. Uh, it took about an hour longer than they expected. So there's some extra stuff in there they had to clean up. Uh, but I'm doing okay. I go tomorrow to get my stitches out, so it's been nice. like 10 days. Mm-hmm. Walking around a little bit. Uh, my, this is the fourth surgery on my ankle. And so the other three, I, I didn't move around for the first two weeks after surgery, and mm-hmm. I still had problems afterward. So this time around, I've been trying to be way more active. Yeah. But and then in return, it's hurt like a motherfucker. I but, bet. But hey, you know, we're good, man. Four times the charm. So I noticed crutches upstairs. Yes. I did not notice a scooter upstairs. Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I, I think d- there's a reason why. Uh, well, I was given given the choice before surgery. Doc comes in and says, hey, you want a scooter? You want crutches? And I look at uh, my wife. Look at the doctor. And I say, crutches. Uh, the When I first broke my, my leg, this was four years ago now, I got a scooter out of the hospital. Yeah. Right? And I was on this thing for like fucking like eight weeks. Like I could not put any weight on my leg for two months mm-hmm. um, after the break. And so I'm on this damn thing and I started to get like really comfortable and really confident when I'm on it. Mm-hmm. And so I would take fucking turns like going 45 miles an hour on a 25, <laughs> you know. Most of the time it worked out for me. Yeah. A few times I wiped the fuck out. Yeah. So this one time... uh <laughs> our, our, our kids were really, really little. I think it was like nap time. So I um, almost, almost said it. Uh-huh. My wife, she shall not be named. Yep, was upstairs uh, putting the kiddos. I think down for a nap. Uh-huh. And so I'm downstairs. And I'm like, oh, I'm gonna get a snack. I wheel out in the kitchen. I get something, and I'm wheeling back into the living room. Well, again, I think it was right. I think it was nap time. So the, there's a big blanket that was out on the carpet that uh, the kids and the dogs would lay on and play on and stuff. Yeah. So I go running over that thing on the scooter, and I fucking hit at. The, I didn't realize at the time, but there was a dog bone underneath the blanket. I hit that thing in my scooter, and I go flying, dude, across the floor. Right, I'm fucking sprawled out, and like I, I'm, I kind of chuckle a little bit, like Ryan, you idiot. Yeah. And then I realize, fuck, it hurt, and I start crying. Like I'm like, like that's how bad it was. Like that's how bad. Dude, this is like like a couple weeks after surgery. So fresh, fresh. Super fresh. Now, I mean, this is when I had my fucking like pins and big yeah. screws. Like, it was well, fucked fuck up, I dude. And Ouch. and so I, I, I just laid my lay myself out. And Amanda comes down the stairs. Damn it! You gotta edit that. Yeah, sorry. Fuck, I knew you telling this story. <laughs> you three minutes. Wait, three minutes. Put, put in the notes. Um. So she comes downstairs and she sees me and and I'm again I'm fucking crying, dude. Mm-hmm. She thinks I'm laughing. 
So she just kind of moseys down the stairs, sees me, she starts chuckling. She's like, ho, 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 what are you doing? Yep. And I said, I fucking fell! And she realized, like, I was, like, like in pain and I wasn't laughing about anything. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, so needless to say, when um, the doctor gave me that choice, it was an instant, no, I'll take the crutches. Thank you, sir. Yeah, sounds smart. Uh, sounds like you maybe learned from your choices. You know, the buddy. <laughs> The good thing about being in my mid-30s is that I am starting to gain a little bit of knowledge. Uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm matured a little bit. And yes, I, I knew the scooter would be more fun, but the crutches were way more practical. Yeah, nice. Yes. Well, I'm glad you figured that out. Me I don't too. know how we would have got you down in the basement if you had to scooter down. I imagine it would have been like some <laughs> sweet-ass kickflip, you know, like jump. That'd be pretty awesome. That would have been that. We would have had to record it for the socials. But if I if I was on the scooter on the stairs, I couldn't have brought down... Uh, the little charcuterie board that I made you tonight. Yes, and you wanted to talk about this, and I'm glad because I want to talk about this. Well, let's let's get you talking about it first. We have a um, I don't know who. Did makes... you know this was going to be here tonight? No, I, total surprise, which okay. made me happy because I was going to stop at Taco Bell and get some food on the way home, but I forgot my wallet, <laughs> so I figured I was just going to have to make it work. I'll give you I money, don't... by the way, huh? I, I'll give you twenty bucks to get some tea. No, no. Okay. The, uh, the plate, I don't know who makes this. It's a very fine paper plate, though. <laughs> it looks like very a, nice I think, quality. I think it's Paper Mate. Paper Mate. Yep, Ooh. and it's the, the large version of it. So brand name. Yep. Look at you. Yep. So that's well, how you get the big ones and they're thicker. Yeah, well, you know, you hey, gotta uh, go bigger, thicker. The um, the plate that we're talking about has on it uh, some cut-up meat. Yep, it has uh, so circular sh- sh- sausage. So I love Schulzberg cheese. Okay, it's a, Schulzberg cheese yep. is who... Got all of this for you, correct? Yeah. Well, no, what I bought them? it from them. No, yeah. yeah. They're out of Wisconsin. You per- can only get their cheese at Horrocks, and Horrocks hasn't had it in months. Yeah. So I said, fuck it. I took matters in my own hands, and I ordered like $100 worth of cheese and meats. Just directly from them. <laughs> from, from, directly from <laughs> Schulzburg Creamery in Wisconsin. Okay. And so I'm like, screw it. I, I just got this, and I wanted to try the meat, so I'm like, perfect night for it. So yeah, we got their, uh, their original summer sausage, and then we had some beef meat sticks. And then for the first time that I've ever seen... Honey ham meat sticks, and they're fucking good. Yeah, that was good. When you told me that that was honey ham, like you said, like, I'd never heard of that yep. shit. Like, that's a new one. So, uh, And then we also have some of their their uh, cheddar spread cheese, which Sharp. I don't eat a lot of cheese. This is one of the few cheeses I'll eat. This is what I put on, like, my bagel chips and my garlic toast. Yeah, come to think of it, this is kind of like an eclectic amount of food for you. <laughs> Usually, like, your burger is meat and bun. Yeah. Maybe. Well, I mean, that's why I just got the Ritz, I just put the Ritz crackers with the uh, the summer sausage. I don't use cheese on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad you like it. Yeah, thank you for providing. So shout it. out to Schulzberg. Mm-hmm. Looking for that advertisement. We got you guys. I'll throw them a tag in there. <laughs> they can they can help fuel the podcast. Give us some cheese and meats and all the good stuff. Excellent. Now this is twelve. Yeah, 12. so eleven was the last episode. Yep. We talked about Wisconsin in the last one too. Did we? Yeah, because that's where the Coles. Oh, that's the Coles cash. Is at. So, that's yeah, right. So, which how how you doing? I was surprised you spent your Coles cash on cheese and meat. Well, you know, I had I I felt like it was hot. I had to use it up just as soon as I like, got it and pump it back into Wisconsin. That yep. was smart. Get them off our trail. Exactly. Yeah, I like where your head's at. <laughs> but no, we're gonna have to like make a road trip out to Wisconsin now. The way this is starting to stack up, I agree. So, uh, <laughs> what we got any peek behind the curtains? Any reviews? Um, we're still super hot in India. I am daily getting three or four requests from Indians on our Instagram social, so we are just chock full. All right, cool. <laughs> and it's great, and I and I love it because, like, you know, when you I keep hitting this, I'm sorry. 
when you post like a story, you can kind of watch your own story and it'll I've show. I've never posted a story in my life. All right. So you post a story on Instagram. Okay. And it's like a little 10 second snippet of whatever. I know what a story is. Okay. Yeah. So I put some stories up for the show sometimes. Uh-huh. And you can see who's viewed it. All of these Indian fuckers are, are viewing the story, which is awesome. I'm super happy about it because the first few, I was like, eh, maybe this is like a scammer thing or whatever. But then it was just like, makes no sense. They're buddies, you know, just like nonstop. And I'm like, let it ride, dude. It you know, and they're watching no this. Sense. Like, I really hope they're listening to the show and getting a good uh, chuckle out of us, you know. Like, I agree. If they want stickers, I will send stickers to India. I'll figure out how to make that work. <laughs> so, would they be in English or do we have to get another set? Man, I would. I think another set in India would be great. <laughs> what did we decide there? Was it Hindu? Hindi? Or is that the language? Or the religion? Oh, it's, hi- Hinduism is a religion. Yeah. Hindi. Is that the language? It, I think it's like, I don't know if it's a language or if that's like, a, like an ethnicity within. Yeah, it could be. I don't know enough about it. Neither do I. Uh, I got a review. Okay. I got a couple too, but let's hear yours. All right. So a, a former coworker of mine, mm-hmm. uh, he, he said... Listen to a couple episodes of the podcast. Y'all are some clowns. <laughs> I, I responded that it's it's pretty ridiculous. And he said uh, when he retires, he wants to be a guest. Oh so, yeah. So I I took that as he's a fan of the show. Yeah. Would his initials be CF? They would be. I just by the way you read that off, I figured that's how I do <laughs> who I had to have been. Hey, so that's so awesome. Shout out to you, bro. Yeah. If you're listening, yeah. Still. Cool to cool to hear from him. I always liked him. <laughs> Uh, Blade Runner was super happy to. Uh, I I gotta ask. I'm sorry. We, we, I gotta cut this one off. I'll get, we'll get to it. Kr. Yeah. What about him? Did he react to his pu- public fame? Well, I don't want to like jump ahead here. Okay, is that gonna be a thing? It was. I was gonna break it up. Okay. Last, okay, yeah. okay, we'll get up to it. So yeah. But Blade Runner. He was uh, very appreciative of the shout out for his dad's chicken wings. Excellent. And and I told him his dad's wings will always be in my top three, no matter <laughs> what. It's basically Bell's, you and his dad. So and I don't see that changing ever. And then um, big salami stand, the Zamboni driver, had a hard time getting the pre-show. So we, okay. we emailed back and forth a little bit, and I think he got it. Okay, excellent. So he worked really hard for it, and that to me is a positive review, that somebody actually worked hard oh, he to hear it. us. Oh, yeah. yeah, it wasn't just like, I'll load Spotify and be a lazy sack of shit. <laughs> it was like, I need to email this guy a couple times because it's not working. So like we got it to work, and so I appreciate Big Stan, big Salami Stan, the Zamboni driver, for actually like struggling hard to listen to our sh- our, our amazing pre-show that's worth every dollar that Absolutely. you spend on Patreon. Yes. So, uh, KR. <laughs> so, he called me a word that I don't know if I can say. Did you like the new nickname for him, by the way? Yeah, and he can have it if he pays. So we're not going to give it to him? No. He's not a patron. Okay. All right. Until then. He's hey, got more money and he knows he what know to do Does he know that we have a name he, ready? Huh? Like, no. Dude, oh, okay. no. No. KR, we got a name locked and loaded. Just... Yep. All you got to do is sign up, bud. Yep. It's super easy. And you're going to love the name. Patreon.com, Bourbon and pa- uh, Grass. Uh, it's it's going to rival Joey Meatballs. Oh, for sure. Yeah. He will be the new Joey Meatballs, but beloved, not <laughs> oh, despised. Uh, Dungeon Daddy met Joey Meatballs last week. Oh, there's a fucking meeting of the... It was it, it was a unique encounter, and I think I they bet. liked each other. Really? Yep. Well, that's a scary proposition. I know. Anyway... Did KR, was he satisfied? Um, he, I believe he was. Now, I think he was hitting on me initially <laughs> because 
I'm going to say the word, and this is not to be offensive to anybody that's listening, but he sends me a text message that says, youth. So I was like... I don't think you can say that. I was like, bundle of sticks? Oh my God. I'm like, what does that have to do with anything? So I look it up on Urban Dictionary of all places, and guess what? <laughs> I, it's tell a, me. It's another way, and I think a derogatory way, but I don't know, of referring to somebody as a homosexual. Okay. So then I thought, well, is he hitting on me? <laughs> Because that's a weird way to open a conversation. And I thought, well, maybe he forgot the uh, question mark. Because he heard me talking about the incident in the I park. I don't think he was hitting And he you. wanted me to join him in the park. Yeah, no, anyway. I don't think that's what it was. Yeah. No, he he listened to it. And, and I assume he appreciated it. So Is that all he said? I don't know. I got to pull it up again. But well, yeah. Did he at least give like an LOL? Yeah. No, I think he saw the humor in it. Um, let me find it here. I got a lot of... A lot of texting going on. I forgot my glasses. So, uh, yeah, he says, uh, and I said, "Who me?" Question mark. Because I'm like, I mean, I appreciate the compliment, you know, of course. And he says, "Yes, you dickhead." So that's another part that made me concerned—not concerned, but like curious. If, is he hitting on me? And you can't say that on the podcast. I didn't. He did. He said it. Okay. I quote him. Keep going. And uh, so I said, I, I hope that's how you address your coworkers. <laughs> and he says, LOL, I miss you guys. We got to meet up over the holiday. I said, I agree. So he does miss us, so he must still like us. I assume he likes the show then, too. And he accepted his role in the crew. Yeah. Cool. Which kind of re- uh, wheels into another behind the peek behind the curtain. What's that? I've had a few people now that want to be a guest. Oh, yes. Like, oh, my fucking dad. He had a brilliant idea, and I want to bring it up to you okay. for the first time on the show. So this is a comment. Yes, this is, this is a comment. Yes, <laughs> yes. Right. He had a suggestion. He goes, hey, hey, Ryan, do you remember when David Letterman had his mom on the show? And I said, no. And he goes, I think you should have your mom on the show. And I thought she could clear the air yep. about the, the whole drug addict business. Yeah. And maybe, you know. If you got any questions, maybe you could ask her a couple questions I or two. I would love having your mom on the show. That would be a riot. <laughs> so I, I told her, I said, hey, we're still in the process of trying to upgrade. I thought we had the soundboard that we are going to get, um, but we need one with four uh, input so we can actually have guests on the show. So, yeah, because that's turned into a whole thing, hasn't it? Yes, I thought it was be easy, and now I can't decide on things. Okay. And so that's where we're at with that. Yeah, I didn't get a chance to look, so I'm sorry. I'm not helpful. It's okay. But very soon, within the near future... Hopefully by the end of the year we'll be have the capabilities of, of having four people on the show or up to four people on That'd the show. That'd be cool. Yeah, would be nice too. And just upgrading our mics and sound stuff. Sound so. better, yeah. Because yeah. you were telling me that episode eleven oh, yeah. sounded like dog shit. Yeah, number one, <laughs> the music. I take full ownership over that. <laughs> we're we're gonna figure out the background music, but then also there's a weird like near the end of it, like a weird humming noise and i thought it was feedback because of the music playing but we think it was potentially I'm pretty sure it's just my water softener a, a water softener because then it went away yeah because it kicks on at night when everybody should be asleep yeah. not when our stupid asses are down in my basement recording a podcast so you just gave away the location of the satellite studio i don't think anybody knew that it was in the basement of my mm-hmm. i think they thought we really had a satellite studio it is I mean, per, per definition, yeah. it is a satellite yeah. studio. I'm glad that you brought that up so people are going to actually think now it was in my basement and they'll <laughs> buy into my ploy of redirecting them to not realize 
that the satellite studio is a penthouse apartment <laughs> downtown. <laughs> Damn it! It wasn't bad. a water softener; it was the hot tub kicking <laughs> on. <laughs> Which I knew one of the three was going to give us a problem. <laughs> so. Oh, we got any other reviews or comments or uh, um, upcoming shit? That's about all I got for this one. There's a couple more that are going to feed in, but I figured I'd put them in a, in a couple of the other episodes. So okay. these are the best topical ones for right now, especially KRs. I really wanted to <laughs> throw that one out there because he was pretty proud, I think, of... Uh, I, I mean, that was just a, a brilliant retort, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Ask him if he was looking in the mirror. <laughs> I also am going to say... What do you got going on here? I got a pillow through okay. my foot. Yeah. So, peek behind the table. Yep. You and I are sitting at a table together, yep. and our feet are dangerously close, and I'm terrified I'm going to accidentally kick your oh, foot. I played Dungeons ankle. and Dragons last night, and my uh, my buddy, who I was sitting here, and he was sitting there, just smoked me square okay. in the fucking yeah, foot. Yeah, dude, I'm fucking terrified. <laughs> so, like, okay. I keep kicking the pillow, oh, and I'm, like, looking good, at your man. face, waiting for, like, a reaction. No, uh, but... I'm, I'm almost at body immunity right now, so okay. good. Is it the Santa hat? Thank you for finally recognizing the Santa hat. I recognized it when I walked in the door. I've seen plenty uh-huh. of Santa movies to recognize the Santa hat. Yeah. Did you ever see the big man himself? At Peacock Road Tree Farm. <laughs> And at the mall. Well, did you really think mall, mall Santa was the dude? Oh, I know he's one of his hired goons, but it's close enough. <laughs> oh, what's the fucking new Jim Hopper uh, movie? Oh, with... uh, Violent Violent Night. So, like, is he just, like, a badass, like, mercenary dressed as Santa? Or is he, like, magical no, he's, fucking Santa? he's Santa. Because, like, like, I saw, like, like, a, like, a scroll, like, disappeared in his hands. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because it's the, the little girl wishes to Santa... That he would come help with whatever it is going on at their house. Now, it I didn't looks know. It fucking great. I didn't know Santa, like, granted wishes immediately. Or because of the timing, she made the wish and then it was Christmas. So he was like, well, you know, it's Christmas. I'm in and the she neighborhood. Made wish. I think maybe that's what it is. That's okay. my headcanon for it anyway. Or maybe, like, he just stumbled. Like, that was their turn to be at their fucking house. Yeah, it could be. Like, he just right. popped in. But yeah, John Leguizamo yeah. shooting up a Christmas tree. It's fantastic. Like, everything about it looks like a golden Christmas movie. Yep. So. Maybe we should watch it and do a review. That'd be good. Yeah. Be really Is it good. in theaters? It's in theaters right now. Okay. Yeah, yeah that I uh, I enjoy that. All right, cool. So it might not topple Die Hard as one of the best <laughs> Christmas movies, but it's pretty, it looks like it's going to be good. But Die Hard is absolutely a Christmas movie. Yeah. What, what do we got on TV tonight? Tonight we're watching Air Force One. What's up, Harrison Ford? Oh, Which, Secret Service agent just shot, but that door's not even secure. Nope. I can tell you, man, like, when was this movie made? Probably late 90s, maybe oh, yeah. early 2000s. No, Probably no, late. definitely 90s. Like, this, I think, was the last great 90s action movie. Like, it has everything a good action movie should have in it, and it completely wraps it up. I agree. It's a ridiculous idea, but everybody plays it so well. Like, it's patriotic as fuck. Yeah. Like, Harrison Ford, I buy him as being a badass president that fought in Vietnam. No, you so want to know who the balls. greatest president of all time, or all film time is? Give it to me. Independence Day. Oh, uh, no, mother- Bill Pullman? Mm-hmm. Yeah. When he's sitting there giving that fucking speech of, you know, today's not only, you know, America's independence, this world independence. Yeah. Like, it's so fucking good, dude. Yeah. Like, yeah, he's believable as a fantastic president. Yep. It's a good movie. One of my least favorite presidents on TV. Or movie, I guess you would call it. Um, Clear and Present Danger. The old guy. <laughs> yeah. Who's just like a, a fucking idiot. Yeah, just a fucking yeah. asshole. So, I don't know, speaking of Harrison Ford is what made me think of. Fair enough. 
Look how progressive this movie is, though. Here what? comes Vice President. Oh, shit. Glenn Close. Yep. Female Vice President. I, ahead I, of its time. I think the first time it's ever been seen on cinema, a female Vice President. Are you making that up? Uh-huh. As I talk. It makes sense. Yeah. I mean, can you think of another one? You really can't. I would challenge. Oh, I, I would. No. I would challenge you to find another. Wasn't film. there a, a, a TV show called Veep? It was, I, that it was definitely a, came after that. that oh had, yeah, that had, that's only um, a few years old. They had Seinfeld in it. What's her name? Julia Louis Dreyfus. Yeah. yeah. Did you know her dad was like a billionaire? I just fucking saw this the other day. Maybe yeah. something that you posted. Did you post? About I don't that? know. I think it's one of those like weird premonition. No, no, no. Like, it was just going around the other day, and it was talking about um, like how so many people. In Hollywood, their parents are like rich as fuck. That's like yeah. like Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah, like her dad owned like the biggest studio in Hollywood, and then her uh, Dreyfus, yeah, her mm-hmm. dad's a fucking billionaire. I don't remember how or why. Yeah, I think it was like textiles. That's always a classic. <laughs> classic. Yeah, I textiles. Love that. <laughs> what the fuck is a textile? Yeah, oh, it's cloth. Yeah, why did you just say fucking cloth? Yeah, I make blankets, and I'm a billionaire for it. All right, well, you wanted to. Uh... Take a break. Okay. And then we'll get come into back it. and talk about the end of the world. Let's do it. All right. Hopefully it's not the end of the world by the time we come back. I hope not. <laughs> so we'll see if this is going to be an ad break. And hopefully that's not the end of the podcast. <laughs> well, maybe it'll be Schulzberg Cheese, Wisconsin Creamery. Hopefully. They have enough time to get it in there. <laughs> okay. We'll see you people in a minute. Welcome back. The I've world, been here the whole time, baby. The world didn't end during our break, so that's good. Phew! <laughs> Wipe the sweat from your brow. <laughs> for my Santa hat. All right, Ryan. <laughs> Mike. So you were just asking, like, what are we going to talk about tonight? Like, I know that we're going to talk about the end of the world, and I asked yeah. you earlier this week, hey, Mike, like, what exactly are we going to talk about? And you said, don't worry about it. I have some questions, and, like, that was the end of it. Well, I sent you my notes, but then I said don't read them because <laughs> there's, there's a quiz on there. I was a uh, man of my word. I did not yeah. read them, so okay. I have no fucking idea. Do you have any notes? No, because you, you told me to worry about it. Okay. I can talk about end of the world shit all Yeah. Day. No, we'll be all right. Um, So, this is episode 010, right? No, <laughs> episode 12! 012! What did I say? <laughs> 012! <laughs> This is episode 012. Yep. Which is the whole theme. Yeah. So if you put a two in front of that, what do you get? 2012. And that's how it's the end of the world. Yep. Yep. So what was it? December 21st? It's December 21st of 2012 was the end of the Mayan calendar. Yes. The, the, the long count calendar. Okay. Yep. And that had a name, which I wrote down here somewhere. It's like Hatuka or whatever. Oh, I don't know the actual Mayan name. But yeah. I just know it's, the, it's called the, the long count calendar. Yeah. And it's in a span like 5,000 years. It goes from uh, like 3000 BC to, to 2000, you know, 2012, yeah. and it just ended. So people what people interpreted that as this is some fucking like crazy Mayan. Yeah, prophecy. like this is some. So, you know, they were visited by by makers or gods or aliens, and like, hey, you have this amount of time on this place, and right. fucking that's the end of the calendar because <laughs> they know. Yeah, so that that was a whole thought process back then. So listen to this. Okay. The Mayan calendar does not end on December 21st. Okay. A 394-year-long cycle called Bakhtun does end on that date, but it's simply followed by the next Bakhtun, much like the 20th century is followed by the 21st century on our own calendar. Okay. So that's what threw everybody for a tizzy was this freaking Bakhtun ending, right? 
So, Ryan, I got a quiz for you here. Okay. I'm not going to play any music because I can't do that without fucking things up. So, Hey, the soundboard um, will fix that. So, I've got a quiz here. I have some options for you. Okay. All right. How is the world going to end? And this is based off of headlines. Okay. Okay, legitimate headlines that people were, were prophesizing. This is the end of the world. All okay. right. And you tell me all real, none real, or all real but one, and it's one that I made up. Oh my god, this is fucking James Bond all over again. Okay, and I'm giving you good clean Do I need rules. Like, like a writing utensil? No, just remember. I'm fucking high! There are headlines to uh, okay. articles. Alright, let's go. Potentially. Let's roll. roll. Alright. How will it end? A quiz. <laughs> did so, you make this up or did you find this online? Well, I created it oh, this with is gonna be information. Fucking, this is going to be glorious. The Mayan calendar ends. A large planet-sized object is on a collision course with Earth. Earth will be destroyed by gravitational forces. The Earth's magnetic poles will flip. Powerful solar storms or solar flares will destroy Earth. So, so how will the Earth? How will I'm it supposed end? to pick which ones I think are real do, headlines? Do you think these are all real headlines that were published in legitimate media? Or are they all ones that I made up? Or did I make up like one of them? I think they're a vast majority all real. Like for sure, like the, the pole shifting, that, that's a real theory. Concern. Yep, the mm-hmm. Mayan calendar was a real theory. Concern, yeah. So, yeah, I'd say at least all but one. Maybe one of them was fake. Which one do you think is fake? The Mayan calendar ends. A large planet-sized object's on collision course with Earth. Earth will be destroyed by gravitational forces. The Earth's magnetic poles will flip. Or a powerful solar storm or solar flare will destroy Earth. Now, see, here's the thing. The solar flare, yes, can fuck our shit up bad. Oh, absolutely. But I don't think anyone would say that it would destroy Earth. So I think you made that one up. I think the rest of them are real. Final answer. Final answer. Final answer. Final answer is I pulled all of these from legitimate headline (laughs) sources. They're all real. These are always people thought. The last one's fucking false. Yeah, I yeah, it's not going to destroy Earth. It might just destroy our way of life. Infrastructure, yes. Power plants, yes, absolutely. Yep. So another fun article I found about the end of the world is that a group claimed CERN created a black hole that inhaled the world, and then the scientists placed us all in simulation. Supposedly, the black hole and us being in a simulation initiated the Mandela effect, and they think this happened back in 2012. What? Right? So that's what I found when I was looking up 2012 stuff. What? Yeah. So CERN. They think yeah, they think that in 2012 we got swallowed by a black hole. Created by CERN. Created by CERN. Okay. Yeah. And who the fuck is CERN? The, um, the Hydro Hardon Collider. Okay. They're the ones that found the God particle and they just fired it up like probably six months ago now. What? Why would they have created a black hole for us to get sucked into in 2012? Be- because they have this big ass collider thing over in Europe. Yeah. You know the big yeah, circle yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm talking about? Yep. And they said one of the concerns about when they turn it on is it could create a black hole. They don't know. Did they turn it on in December 21st, 2012? Well, that's what everybody is saying because they're not like super open sometimes about when they're running this thing and when they aren't. So everybody's like, maybe that's why things have been really weird since 2012. Why was their motivation for putting us in a simulation theory? Just keep things going. I don't know, dude. I didn't write the fucking headline. I don't like the headline again. I'm just telling you, a group claims that CERN created a black hole that inhaled the world, and scientists will and stop. Like, like I get that. I, I 
that I could 100% see happening, but I think that's so disconnected from simulation theory. Yeah. You know what I mean? I know. It's weird. All right. And then uh, there's another that people were saying that various astronomical alignments and numerological... Numerological... Well, how do you say that? Numbers. Various astronomical alignments (laughs) and number formula were proposed for the date. A New Age interpretation held that the date marked the start of a period during which Earth and its inhabitants would undergo a positive physical or spiritual transformation and that December 21st, 2012 would mark the beginning of a new era. And then others suggested the date marked the end of the world or similar catastrophe scenarios suggested for the end of the world included the arrival of the next solar maximum, an interaction between Earth and the supermassive black hole at the center of the galaxy, or Earth collides with a mythical planet called Nibiru, or Earth's core heated up. So that was another like big thing that people were super worried about was all that stuff happening. What were you doing December 21st, 2012? Were I remember. You, were you working? You don't remember? Excuse me. Like you didn't like plan for that day and no, shit? No, I, I I would have been at home, I'm sure. I was probably just at home. I think we waiting. both were. Yeah. yeah I, I didn't like work that night. No, and I didn't either. I, bug out bags, you know, everything else yeah. always always ready to go. And I think it was like I didn't think any like don't get me wrong, I didn't think anything was gonna happen. Right. But it was still just like it was kinda uneasy yeah. that night, you know, and like midnight rolled around and you're just like, you know, all right. Like, yeah. It's kinda like Y two K. Do you remember Y two K? I do. Um, yeah. So Y two K, I was fourteen, mm-hmm. um, and we had a party, a New Year, uh, uh, yeah, New Year's Eve party at my this chick's house. There's like six of us, and I hundred percent remember. And like, didn't the power go out that night? Oh, I don't think it did where I'm at. But okay. I think it did someplace. Yeah, I think it did on, on the west side. And but it was like like nine o'clock at night, and it was like, "What the fuck?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it came back on shortly after. And yeah, we just you know again same thing. I remember that kind of being kind of eerie, but yeah, also like fourteen year old fucking kids. Yeah, I was a uh, a junior in high school. Okay, so I think I was at home just kind of waiting it out, but because <laughs> it was, was two thousand, right? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. that's the whole point. The whole the whole 2K. clicking yeah. over, yeah, you know? and the fucking great office uh, space movie, yeah, derives from that. Oh, does it? Yeah, that's the whole point. For they're they're doing the the end the software updates for uh, for Y two K. That's what like their company was doing. Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess and, I forgot that part. Yeah, huh? In the tech, I like how people uh, theorize that these software programmers knew. That only programming two digits would create a problem, but they did it to have a job to do later, right? Because they knew if they program this now, yeah. when they're older and retired, people are going to call them up and say, hey, you wrote this program. Like, how do we fix it? They say, well, for my exorbitant consulting fee, I'll help you out. You know, and it's these banks and shit. They can't go down. So, I, I of course, think, they're going to be like, yeah, we'll pay you 20 grand to I come think in. I it's a little too forward thinking. I believe it, dude. I 100% believe it. I think it's a little forward thinking. You're a computer nerd. Like, you? Me? No, not oh. you. Like, but you are a computer nerd. You know how this shit works. You know if you put in, you know, month, day, year. If you only do two digits for year, eventually, like, we're going to round back down to zero, zero. Yeah. Right? And the computer is going to freak out. Which it didn't. Which it didn't. Right. But all these fucking computer nerds started warning people like, ooh, this is going to happen. You better hire me to fix it. Like, I think it's genius. Like, what a way to make work for yourself. Yeah. You know? A fake hysteria. Yeah. It's not bad. Yeah. I I can't think of another fake hysteria 
that's <laughs> made people profit in the billions, but none, nothing. Not, there's nothing not, else ever been like that. No, not one. So, but another uh, interesting claim was that there's going to be an alien invasion. Oh, that's and, I think pretty damn likely. Yeah, well, I mean that is likely, but like they were saying that 2012. So an article actually in December 2010, uh, examiner.com said that a uh, second digitalized sky survey photograph, which is their evidence, that SETI had taken. So SETI took a picture, and it's a digitized sky survey photograph. That's their evidence of this. Uh, Detected three large spacecraft due to arrive at Earth in 2012. Are you getting these, like, what are the sources of some of these fucking headlines? This is like National Enquirer or The Onion before The Onion was a website? No, this says examiner.com and later referenced in the English language edition of Pravada. I, I just so that's feel, two different sources. I just feel like if if SETI, which is the search for fucking extraterrestrial fucking intelligence, yep. um, found three spacecrafts uh, heading towards Earth in 2010, like we'd know about this. This would have been in well, like history you, lessons. If you read examiner.com, you do know about it. I'm pretty sure the examiner is, is also a tabloid fucking fake ass website. Uh-huh. Yeah. So <laughs> when when did Men in Black come out? Oh god, that was probably 2000. Okay. Early 2000s, maybe so, late 90s. So we reference back to Men in Black. Remember what their news source was? Like how they got their information for all the aliens that were on Earth and such? No. National Enquirer. Oh. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, you're yeah, sitting maybe, there maybe, dogging maybe, these yeah, tablets. They are speaking the truth. Yeah. Because you know mainstream media is not going to tell us because they don't want to incite panic. Yeah. But this examiner.com, they're, you know, they're, they're cowboys out there. They're doing whatever the hell they want. They're getting us the truth. I feel like if it was like really true, though, they would like try really hard to get everybody to believe them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because how's that going for Roswell? <laughs> I'm saying. Like, they would, like, shout, like, hey, the world's actually, and, like, they'd shout that shit from the fucking rooftops, and I'd just put it in a little tabloid that sits in a little a little thing in the grocery store. Hey, you know what? They're a part of the if-you-know-you-know you know crowd. <laughs> they wanted the right people they're to They're fucking know. prepared in yep. the bunker and everything. If you don't believe, we don't care for you, is their attitude, I'm sure. Do you have uh, a plan for fucking like worldwide catastrophic or catastrophic events yeah um i'm a shelter in place believer wait and see yeah just kind of hold it out compound yeah and um you know i just uh the thing about what did they say what did amos burton say the thing about civilization is it keeps people civil (laughs) that's good right so as soon as civilization is gone civility is gone too so you, you see some of these these uh Especially like the low budget films, I feel like on Netflix, they're pretty gritty and yeah. pretty real. Yeah. Like realistic about like how shitty and fucked up things would be like if something bad really, really happened. Um our uh doing the thing again. There we go. Oh yeah. Okay. I got that part figured out. All right, yeah. excellent. Our, our bars stopped moving again. Um <laughs> but no, dude, I mean like people think that we'd be fucking orderly and, and, and everything else. No, not the second that like law and order and public services break down like electricity, water. Yeah. Chaos. Fucking chaos. I think there's going to be, like, uh, a large herd of people that are going to go to, like, the FEMA facilities and Red Cross and stuff like that. Horrible idea. There's going to be the marauders who are going to take advantage of it. Yep. The initial looters who are going to go after electronics and shit and realize too late that they didn't get food like they should have. Yep. But, yeah, I think, like, the road is a very probable 
Outlook. Did you ever see that movie? Did. Yeah. Did you Coca-Cola. read Coca-Cola? Did you read the book? No, I don't read. Oh yeah. Yeah, you can't read. Yeah, we know this. Yeah, the book. Like the movie did hey, very By the way, well. Joy Meatballs out. I'm still on page uh, six of The Hobbit. Oh, how'd you get there? <laughs> you know how to read it? I, I read through the fucking like the, the opening credits and prologue. Got to the story and uh, it's just been sitting. You there read through the opening credits of a book? Yeah, like, a, the, like the first that, pages of it. The first page where it says The Hobbit by yeah. John Hobbit Monster. Yeah, it counts as a page. Uh huh. Would you by John Hobbit Monster? I don't know who wrote The Hobbit. J.R. Fucking Tolkien. Oh, did he? Did, did you know it's like a parallel of World War One? Like Smog, the, the the dragon is like the Germans. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, good yeah, for like him. He was, he was no, an, I did not know he, that. He was an ambulance driver in World War One. Is up on the front lines, got all fucked up and stuff. He's that old. He's dead. Oh, I'm thinking of George R. R. Martin. Yeah, yeah, Game not of Thrones. Tolkien. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I was no. like, he's not dead. I just saw him on TV, <laughs> and he actually looks really good no. for having been in World War One. People are getting fucking pissed off at him because he's not finishing his books, and they're like, he's not the most J.R.R. Martin. He's not the most uh, or George Martin. He's not the most fucking in shape guy. And no. like, dude, you're gonna fucking K out before you finish these series. Yeah. Like, let's go, man. Let's uh, fucking go. At least give us some notes so we know where you're going. <laughs> right? <with. laughs> but uh no, 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 the fucking road, man. Like the, the scene that really sticks out to me still is when they find the bunker and they go down in there, right? Yeah. And his his nine nine was his boy. Yeah, nine. Like no. eight or nine. Never had a Coca-Cola in his life, right? Yeah. And he's got this fucking nine year old room temperature. Just dusty Coca-Cola. And oh my god, he takes his... He mm-hmm. fucking cracks that thing, dude. And like the, 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 the joy on his face of tasting that and how bad that would have tasted, you know, in perspective of things. But yeah. just tasting that for, your, for the first time. And I think that that's the shit that's like... That people don't understand. That if something like that happened, done are the, your, your package of Ritz crackers. Yeah. Like there's a finite amount your $100 of dollars cheeses. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But like... You know, it's 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 going to be so much harder than people I think think. Oh yeah, the creature comforts. Yeah, like a couple of people that I work with, we you know they they always kind of laugh because my thing is like trading cans of peaches for things, and like we've talked we've about talked about this using for years. People to bait other yep. people with cans of peaches because yep. the road. If you're willing to trade people, you're 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 fucked up. So I have no qualms about killing you. Yeah, and if you're taking a slaver, your peaches. Yeah, if you're, yeah, I don't. Care and and we'll use. We, we said we'd use our women, and then we'd ambush them, and we'd yeah. save the girl. Yeah, and we'd get there all their shit, and yeah, it'd be perfect. And fuck yeah. them, they deserve to get smoked. I agree, but um, the road. It wasn't a can of Coca Cola. They didn't have the product product placement. Uh-huh. It was peaches, uh-huh. and the kid, you know, was drinking the syrup out of mm-hmm. the cans of peaches, and it never had anything so sweet. Yep, you know. So that's why I was like, fuck. Like people don't think about like creature comforts. Oh yeah, dude. You know, so everybody wants um, water, fuel, makes sense. By the way, the road 100% was a can of fucking Coke. He also ate peaches, but he chugged the fucking Coca-Cola. But And the book, I'm saying. Oh, I gotcha. I think the book was just peaches. Okay. It might have been Coca-Cola, I don't know, but... But peaches, yes, is from the road, that's what we came with our idea of. Yeah. But we'd fucking... We'd... You need to have stuff like that, yes. yeah. But um, I'm thinking like cartons of cigarettes could have value they absolutely could but there's a shelf life on those and to be frank i mean i think you you'd be vacuum better off seal them yeah but you think you'd be better off with like liquor probably you know so it's gonna inebriate someone versus just smoking a cigarette because i mean that nicotine withdrawal is gonna suck but like people would rather have whiskey yes because it has more uses like it's got medicinal uses yeah, and things. but like initially cigarettes are gonna be a great oh for tool. sure you I know agree. like i'm yep. thinking like That'll be yeah. up front. Yeah. Cash isn't going to fucking matter. For the very short time, it will. Yeah. Until like people realize, 
we're probably not coming back for this for a while, and then fuck cash. Yeah. Cash is stupid. It's going to be like in, um, uh, God, what am I calling it? The, um, the movie where he wakes up in the hospital in London, the zombie movie. Oh, 28 Days. Thank you. 28 Days Later. When he's walking down the street, remember, uh-huh. and all those pound notes are all over, mm-hmm. and he was like picking them all up, like trying yeah, he's to, like, oh like, shit, I'm rich. Yeah, because there's yeah, like I think that's what it mm-hmm. it'll be like, just worthless fucking money everywhere. So one of my favorite things, uh, or favorite things you've ever said to me uh-huh. is is after I broke my leg, and I was in the hospital for a few days. <laughs> yeah. You told me, hey Ryan, if you wake up and there's nobody around. Don't worry, I barricaded your door. I'll take care of <laughs> I'll take care of your family for you. I'm like, oh man, thanks Shane. I meant every word, that. dude. Yep. I think I told you, uh, look under the bag. Or look under the bed for a bag. There'll be yeah. clothes, there'll be a gun. Like, come home. Yep, fucking yeah. love it, dude. Fucking love it. Yeah, that was before I had a family, so I was like, You're my you're my family, dude. Like I'll 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 keep you safe until you wake up. Just make sure you wake up for me. But um Yeah, yeah no, I, I just love like I mean, obviously, it'd be horrible if the world fucking ended. But just talking about it and, like, movies, video games. Those are the best movies. Those are the best yeah. video games. Just, like, the whole dystopian future, I think, is, is, is an awesome genre of for pretty much anything. So you're, would you take an end of the world, a societal breakdown, okay. where it's it's not the end of the world, but it's our end of our world, yeah. right? Or, like, an Earth-ending catastrophe cataclysmic well, event and the one that's coming to my head and these these fuckers made a movie about it and they think they're so special but remember uh legend of zelda majora's mask no you know what i'm talking about no. so on the nintendo 64 uh-huh. the ocarina of time came out okay and it's lauded as one of the best video games ever made okay okay they made a sequel to it that didn't do as well because the sequel was like super fucking dark okay and so your little link uh-huh. when you're a kid and you're in this town and um the long story short, the moon is going to crash into this town. Oh, they're fucked. The whole world's fucked. Yes. And it's going to happen in three days. Okay. Right? So you have the in-game clock, and you have three days to complete like different quests and stuff. Uh-huh. And then the moon hits, hits Termia is the name of the town. Okay. Hits the town. Which is funny. Termia. That's got to be a play on fucking. Terminated. Yep. Yeah. And then you reset back. To the beginning of those three days, right? And so you, now you do different quests, but you kind of like keep little pieces of each quest. It's like, like Groundhog's Day? It is. It's really fucking weird. Or you can play the Song of Time and you can reset it yourself. Okay. Right? So if you do a quest and it takes you like two days in game. But anyway, like the whole game, like the people, the, the NPCs, the characters in the game know the moon is going to crash into this like the no the moon is going to end everything okay right so you're used to these video games with like these happy like oh hello traveler yeah. like have you gone to the land of blah, blah, blah? you know and instead these people, we know we're gonna die in three days yeah meanwhile these people are like I, I sure wish i had some ice cream you know so i could <laughs> keep my kids happy for the next three days yeah you know and i'm playing this game as a fucking 10 year old or whatever and i'm just like oh my god that probably is why i am the way i am <laughs> honestly that stupid game but so no like you know thinking about these apocalypse movies like you have, like, Book of Eli, what uh-huh. we were looking for earlier, where it's our society is collapsed, and that's the end of our world, uh-huh. but we're still chugging. Like, Earth is still doing things. Mm-hmm. But you also have, like, these other movies where, like, Armageddon, mm-hmm. where literally, like, the Earth is going to be... Yeah, it's an extinction-level event. Yeah, like, I don't know, like, what, what is your... I, what I think is, what do, you, what do you mean, what do I prefer? Like, what is your, like, how do you think 
it'll oh it's going like, to be a societal breakdown yeah a hundred percent that's what's going to be and i i know we kind of hit the we hit this on a previous episode talking about mad max but like with mad max that we always wondered is it just australia that's fucked or is the entire world like that right and you don't know and it'd be cool to know that yeah um, it, it's it's just like uh with uh fucking ronamitra um doomsday yep okay so, so england and Scotland, like they're fucked, right? Yeah. But so they walled it off. They walled it off, but it's yeah. on an island. And I think, I think they end up saying like at the end of the movie, I think it starts spreading to other countries. Something. But for a long time, it was only England, and everybody else basically said like we can't fucking help you. Yeah. Um. So like that's what I think would be kind of interesting though about the societal breakdown, is now how much the globe is linked. I, I truly think like if the if that happened in the U.S., the whole it's gonna happen, one way or another. Throughout the entire world. The world yeah. will not be the fucking same. Uh, have you ever played the game on your phone, Plague Yes, Inc.? all the time. Yeah, yeah. you and I both yeah. play that shit. So, like, the first sign of anything happening, I'm going to Madagascar. Because <laughs> you cannot take Madagascar. Those fuckers short their ports down like that. So, so for everybody that hasn't played that game, it's an awesome mobile game. But yeah. basically, you have multiple ways of destroying the entire world through viruses. Um, all sorts of different... You can, like, mutate the viruses... You can make them travel on boats, on mm-hmm. airplanes, and once you play that game a few times, though, it's crazy because even though it's a game, you realize how connected the fucking world is. And and I mean, yeah. this was pre-COVID. The game came out. And yeah. Then COVID happens, and okay, it's in one country. And then I mean, you can't you can't stop travel. There's no stopping it. And then like there's there's just no fucking way. It's just a matter of time, basically, for, right. for shit like this to happen. And we as uh, I'll just say we as humans uh-huh. cannot handle that. No. And I think that's pretty evident from what happened with COVID. Like, Absolutely. That did not get handled super great. Nope. And we as people did not handle that very civilized. And it wasn't, I mean, yes, COVID sucked and, yeah. and it's still around and, and tons of people have died. Yeah. But it wasn't like the movie Contagion where, like, I mean, it's wiping out. You know, could, could you imagine uh, uh, some sort of virus that killed 20% of the people that got sick? Right. One out of every fucking five people die, you know, and that—that that was how contagion was. Yeah, uh, people, a huge number of people were actually fucking dying. Yeah, and I mean, that went insane. Yeah, the, you know that that world's fucking crazy, and yeah, so I, I don't know. I don't think nuclear war is gonna happen, and if it does happen, like we're pretty much all fucked anyway. Yeah, um, aliens. I think aliens are out there, but I don't think a battle Los Angeles. This thing is gonna happen no. like this is mass invasion army is gonna fucking come here um yeah man i think it's gonna be some sort of fucking sickness or massive natural disasters yeah which... natural disaster seems likely-ish i mean with the climate change stuff that's you know like and i don't know how much like i'm not gonna try to get political like climate change i do believe there is stuff going on uh-huh. i don't know how much of effect we have on correct because yeah. the earth is it's all cyclical yep and then, you know, then, this I'm, shit's been going on for yeah. a long time. And so. people say, well, we're accelerating it. And then we say, well, are we? Can we truly say that with how minuscule we are? Fraction amount of time we've actually been yeah. able to study this versus the grand scheme of things. Because obviously the world got cold enough to freeze over. Right. But then it got hot enough to melt all that ice. And can we truly measure like how quickly that happened? So many fucking hundreds or millions of years, or hundred thousands or uh, millions of years ago. Yeah, can we truly measure that? I, I don't fucking know. Have you heard of uh, this Netflix documentary, Ancient Apocalypse? No. So this guy Graham Hancock. Okay. Um, he's a researcher. He's a guy, is he British. Uh, yes. Total British name. Yeah, 
he's got a doctorate in something, but um, he's he's gone and he's looked at like different parts of the Earth. Okay, and he's he's finding these to him factual um, pieces of evidence showing that the Earth had an apocalypse that occurred that was an extinction level event. Well, yeah, the dinosaurs in the comet. But it wasn't that. It okay. was after that, right? But it's funny because all these other, you know, doctors and people who who teach this stuff are like calling for his head because they're like, no, 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 you're 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 an idiot, da 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 da. And he's like, well, I'm not trying to like prove you wrong. I'm just saying like if you look at these things, it's showing that like there was big stuff happened on Earth that we haven't really talked about, and we use like the like I was saying how the Earth it's all cyclical and yeah. stuff. He says we have like certain events in history that we pay attention to because they happen like very um, you know every hundred years or yeah. whatever I'll say like there, there's a common to the commonness to them. He says we're ignoring this really big one uh-huh. that happened. Like we need to study it so we know was oh, this I like think it'd be fucking Yellowstone a volcano? Yeah, something like that. Like some big thing popping off yeah. and, and, and filling our atmosphere with uh, impenetrable debris. So I'm sure that this is a fucking theory. I don't, I don't know, but I'm going to just, what I'm about to say, I'm sure that this is an actual theory, but do you think that like our civilizations are psych, are cyclical? Oh yeah. So like, like we're going to hit a, like the max level point, boom, we all get wiped out and then we start, you know, back in fucking Neanderthal days, you know, like, yeah. and just, just repeat that entire evolution all over again. So have you heard or seen like any of the, um, the, the theories or the evidence that like the Egyptians we're far more advanced than we give them credit oh, yes, for. Yes, absolutely. They had like batteries and shit, yep, and like yep. Tesla and his yep. and, his over the air power. And, yeah, and so the much pyramids were conductors and, for that. And like, talk about like Atlantis. Yeah, they had like fucking like flying boats and shit. You know, yep. like, just crazy stuff. Yeah, like it. That stuff's very much out there. Like I get that, but it does make sense though too. Like there could have been some very advanced civilizations oh, yeah. that we just don't know about because well, the Earth reclaims things so quickly and, in the grand scheme of things. And we go back and look, and like <clears> every culture on so many different continents have the same symbols they all have fucking pyramids yeah they all have the same like fucking like you see it in all these pyramids and shit the glowing like orb yep um in a lot of these things yeah the flying craft Uh uh-huh religious paintings have had it like all kinds of goofy shit and you know i mean how do they have the same kind of like dragons and like creatures and shit like it's just nuts that with, with zero communication uh transit routes to each other anything to have such similarities in cultures that have never had contact with one another. Right. And that, so that makes you wonder too, like, is that because of something like a shared uh, experience or are we just really not as unique as we think we are? You know, like the <laughs> fact, everybody's really actually the same. It's just human nature. Yeah. Like, Fuck, so, that's a good point. So the native Americans had their Yeti. Yeah. Right. The abominable snowman, I think he's like a more northern Northern America thing, uh-huh. like we'll say a Canada thing. The Chinese have their own version of the ape man. You know, like all these cultures have this ape man. Uh-huh. Is that just because we create a boogeyman? You know, and like yeah. we're really good at it because yeah. that's just how we're wired. Or is it like that experiences happen? Or that there actually is one. Right. <laughs> Which, and I'm getting a little off topic here, and I apologize, but people listening understand it. Have you heard of um, Uncanny Valley? No. So, have you ever watched like a um, Love, Death, and Robots on Netflix, the animated no. anthology. It's, I really recommend it. It's really good. There's some that I think you would really, really enjoy. Okay. But they're all animated short stories. Yeah. And some of the animations that they do are phenomenal, uh-huh. like extremely realistic. But it's unsettling. And okay. that, that is the Uncanny Valley. So the Uncanny Valley is you see something that is so human, 
but it's not human and mm-hmm. you know it and it's unsettling to you. So like think back to um, like a very realistic doll. Uh-huh. Have you seen like a doll that's like really realistic? Oh, fuck but yeah. You know it's a doll. Yes, but it's still creepy. It's very, very creepy. So that comes back to, and I've and I seen somebody pose this question, why are we so ingrained to be fearful of things that appear to be human that but we know aren't? Right? Like, why does that stuff make us so uncomfortable? Because they came from the fucking sky and they, you knew that they were taking yeah. people and shit. But it's like the skinwalker shit that Native Americans would talk about. Yeah. You know, like, that, I we should do a show on that, man, because that shit fascinates the hell out of me. That shit but, scares the fuck out of me. Oh, for sure, dude. For sure. Like, I know if I'm out on my back deck sometime and I hear somebody in the woods yelling for help on their fucking own. I am not falling for that. That's what the skinwalker does. And there's videos of it. People like by themselves on these huge swaths of land uh-huh. and they start hearing like, help me. That's fucked up. Dude. And there was, and the video, it has to be fake. Yeah. But it's so fucking creepy. It stuck with me. <laughs> this guy was recording. He was up in like a tree stand. Yeah. And it was the end of the day. It was, it was darkness coming and he was kind of filming like some deer and shit. Uh-huh. And he hears this help me. And he's like, fucking hunter uh-huh. he must be lost or something, you know? And so he sees this guy who's just kind of walking casually, like looking around. Help me. Kind of looking around to see if there's a reaction. Kind of walks. look, But he does not look like he's in distress whatsoever. Uh-huh. But the way he's yelling, you'd think a coyote was eating him. Like the way he's like screaming for help. But he's walking in a very like predatory way. And the deer do not want anything to do with him. They're fucking <laughs> gone, right? So this guy is not saying shit. Yeah. Because he sees like. He knows the predator prey relationship. Seems like a fucking like a like a viral promo for a movie. Yeah, but the video is like several years old, okay. and there's never been any anything attached to it. It's just a weird video. And like I said, it's probably fake. Like yeah. probably just some dude and his buddy. But like that really, it, it stuck with me for some That's reason because it's man. really fucking creepy. Yeah, but uh, there's the Native Americans have all this skinwalker lore, and then the Australians have the um. um Oh, I'm going to forget the fucking name of it. I keep wanting to say Winnebago. It's not Winnebago. Wendigo. The Wendigo is the exact same thing as the Native American skinwalker. Okay. But it's the Australians. They're on a fucking island. They aren't talking to the Native Americans. Nope. But they both came up with the same creature. Kind of like how the Mexicans came up with the Chupacabra. Right? It's fucking crazy, People man. are coming up with this shit. And again, is it because we're not original? Like, we're all thinking of the same thing just because we're all wired the same because we're all human? Or is it because we've all had this shared experience? Or, and we're getting way off topic here. Are we? Now simulation theory comes into play. Which we are going to talk about. Because, I mean, that's how everyone fucking has the linked, linked fucking minds, right? Yeah. And then also, I mean, granted, you're, you're living right now, so your sense of time is of yourself. Okay? Yep. You can't physically understand, like, what 2,000 years ago was. Right. But... Has that really been like fucking fifty thousand years ago, and we are just stuck right now? I mean, again, we're we're gonna talk about simulation theory, yeah, but it ties in with all with all this and end of the world, and has it already happened? You know, yeah, were we conquered, and we're all in fucking vats right now? I mean, The Matrix, like, it's cool ass sci fi movie, right? Yeah. But you think about it, and you're like, fuck. Well, that all stems from the brain and the jar theory, yeah. You know, that's kind of what started, it. and then um, was it? Oh. I don't know, Plato, Socrates, one of those Greek philosophers, uh, they were the ones that came up with, you know, are we just a dream of a beetle? Yeah. <laughs> you know, which, but... um, Well, it's, back to Men in Black, the marbles. Yeah, that's you where know, our where galaxy they, is. Yeah, yeah where, they, where they zoom out, where yeah. the marbles and these fucking big-ass alien things are just fucking, yep. like, playing marbles with, with the galaxies. Yeah. I mean, it's just truly that big. 
that they could be. Yeah. Which, wild. Wild shit. When I was doing, you know, end of the world research for tonight, I went down a rabbit hole on Kurtzegart. Okay. Have you ever heard of that YouTube channel? Nope. You'd really like it. But um, it's it's animated, so I think people write it off. But okay. it's extremely well researched. And, like, their science and stuff is extremely on point. Like, okay. They animated it to make it more appealing to people. But anyway, they do a whole, like, end of the world thing, which is how I got down this rabbit hole. But they started talking about aliens and the Great Filter and, and that kind of stuff, uh-huh. which is fascinating. And um, the Fermi Paradox. But they were talking about how aliens may not have given us the time of day. Because how often have you walked by an anthill and oh, really yeah, stopped to see what they got no, going we, we on? Talk, we talked about this we talk about this episode. Yeah. Okay. About how... They could have been zooming by us, looking like, what the fuck are these guys doing down there? Yeah, We're not, it's not even they're noticed. So, yeah. yeah. They, there's no planetary defense guns outside. These guys are they're yeah. nowhere near our level. We don't need to worry about them. We can go there and take whatever we want whenever we want. Yeah. Type like, of thing. It's, just, it's nuts to think about yeah, the, yeah. the vastness of the universe. And then, like, have you seen these articles that have been coming out in the last couple of days? How they're finding that galaxies are assembled in certain shape. And I, and I can't pronounce the shape, but it's like tetrahedron or something. Okay. But they're finding these patterns in how galaxies have spread. Okay. And it's the same as what they find in like quantum foam, right? So now these galaxies are adhering to quantum properties. And we don't understand quantum properties, but we can observe them. <laughs> but then quantum fo- properties are fucked up too because we can measure how they are in one state, but as soon as we observe them, they change states, right? <laughs> so this video I was watching, and I'm sure people are absolutely loving this because they tuned in for the end of the world, but <laughs> they had this uh, this experiment where they were shooting electrical particles at a wall, and they were seeing how it made like a wavelength yeah. when it impacted the wall. So then they made a slit in the wall, and it made a certain kind of wavelength. But they started like recording it, and they found that... like. It wasn't doing this wavelength until they recorded it a certain way. Okay. And then these particles, these quantum particles, would literally change how they behave because they were being observed. Okay. And oh. it, it, I, I, can't, I can't explain it totally because I don't know how they were measuring it. I think it was how it was like hitting the wall. Okay. That's what it was. So when it hit this, this initial wall and there was a slit, it should be, you know, dot, 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 dot on the other side. But what they are finding was the dots weren't hitting the way they were supposed to. Okay. So they started observing what was happening. And when they were observing, the dots were hitting the way they were supposed to. So then they stopped observing. So ran, what's the, the fucking the theory behind this then? That these quantum particles that we don't understand are able to change themselves in ways we can't understand. Right? So we're doing all this quantum computing. CERN, these hydrogen collider people, are worried the about... What does this have to do with the end of the world? It could be the end of the world. Oh, my goodness. Okay. What if we suddenly figure out a way to observe this quantum particle that suddenly changes its state of being, and everything just goes tits up, right? Because of how everything is connected through this quantum foam that we don't understand, and that's like these galaxies... I don't where... understand right now. Huh? I don't understand right now. That's the... Pro- Nobody does. That's the fucked up part about it. They can tell us about it. They can they can caution us to it, but they can't do anything about it until they study it. But the con- the concern is once they start studying it, it might change properties on us, and we don't know how big of an impact that could have. Because right now we're looking at little itty bitty particles that are like the size of an atom. It doesn't really mean anything, right? But what if we observe them at such a great 
but with, with such a great lens, okay. but put that it, it starts changing massively. Put right? it, look, look at it this way, though. We're here. We've been here. That <laughs> has always been there. Yep. So, and we don't know about it, and it hasn't affected us. Yes, because of the way it is right now. Yes. But as soon as we start observing it, because we're the getting... Fucking, the sun could blow up at any fucking point. Yes, it could. That's another thing that could happen. You know, like... Yeah, so I mean, you can't, I'm, like, I'm, oh, just no, Ryan, you observe I'm, it. I, no, I'm on, a, like, a certain, a very specific tangent here. Okay. The quantum, I'm so far lost, and I, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Quantum particles, Ryan. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, all I'm thinking is, like, Ant-Man and shit, and, like, you're, like, shrinking yourself and time traveling. That's, yeah, that's the quantum foam stuff. Okay. But I'm talking about on a bigger scale. Because right now we're looking at it. But my point is, if we don't know about it, it hasn't killed us, so why the fuck do we care? But it can't kill us yet because we haven't observed it. We have to observe it for us to have an impact on us. Well, then if it's not killing us, don't fucking observe it so it can't change its course. But that's course. the problem with these asshole scientists, is they gotta know. They can't just say, there's something out there we don't understand, let's leave it be. Right? So like, I think there's so many things out there this, that we don't understand. I know, and these assholes keep looking into it. I was just fucking I was reading something the, the other day. Talking about uh, they they just witnessed something come out of a black hole. Yeah, light. Yeah, like they like, never had light correct. escape a black hole. And it, like it's if they think it's regurgitating basically what it fucking ate. Yeah. And so then you're like, well, where did it go when it was in there? And how's it coming back out? Yep. Are these fucking other dimensions? And, and the lights yada, yada. pointed at us. Oh, I know it's pointed at us. Yeah, that's a concern too. That's concerning. But like. I'm holding a Ritz cracker in my hand, and let's pretend that's a Petri dish, okay? okay? And let's say we're observing this Petri dish, and these little dots here are the quantum particles, right? How many are there? There's seven. Okay. Let's say we change the nature of these seven quantum particles right here. Okay. How much of an impact does that have? Uh, affect the cracker. Affect the cracker. Yeah. The Petri dish, right? Yep. Not a big deal. Now let's say this table we're sitting at is our Petri dish, and it is full of quantum particles, and we observe it, and they all change their state. That's a bigger impact, but right? But I'm looking at it right now. I am observing it, and nothing is happening. But I'm, I see what you're saying, but you're not, you're not observing it with the instruments, right? They're observing it with like wavelength instruments and okay. light instruments. Bring it over to my table, and is my table going to collapse? Is my table going to change in any way, shape, or form? They don't know because the space between the atoms is part of that quantum foam. They wouldn't know. That they don't understand. Turn the fucking thing on. Look at whatever the fuck you need to do. If nothing happens, nothing happens. There right. you go. There's your fucking hypothesis. But the worry is we, we can understand that as far as this stuff goes, but there's so much in space we don't understand, like dark matter. Like if that is made up of these particles that share this... Um, this, this I think there's going to be a I lot of our of. listeners saying that they're not going to understand this fucking... I, nobody understands <laughs> this it. part. Honestly, if you do understand it, if Neil deGrasse Tyson just happened to tune in today and he wants to clarify this, like fucking email me, please. Like <laughs> we will call you. You and take you can him. Be a guest. I take will. Him I am going socials, to. Yes. I am going to. Where's my show notes? I'm putting that right there. Tag. And I don't think he's going to appreciate the language that you used earlier in the show. He's not gay. I. I, I pretty sure he's a very strong ally i i'm not saying anything bad i didn't say it i read a message that was sent to me i don't believe in censorship i'm not going to censor what somebody else is saying okay there's a document that i believe in it's called the constitution yeah which you should look into it which protects us from the government it has no protections with our podcast or fucking viewers and and everything i don't you know the fcc can say what they would like I almost said the FAA, but I don't think they care about us because we're not can't flying anywhere. Our podcast, yeah, they can't. 
I know they can't. <laughs> so, again, the Constitution isn't really applying here. <laughs> the First Amendment does. Okay. Yes. K.R. executed his First Amendment right and said something that I repeated, and I don't want to be a martyr for it. He might be. <laughs> you I... might be. <sighs> oh, yeah, for time. Is this the end of the world yet? It's the end of the podcast if you keep it up. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. Uh, so let's let's circle back. Let's circle back. We talked earlier about end of the world shit. All right. Yep. So what what do you think? Well, the big the big theme was the Mayan calendar end of the world because of 2012. But did we extend it out? Well, the topics that that's been dated. It was 10 years ago. Probably most people don't even remember that was a thing. That is kind of dated. I, do, you, do you think we have any listeners that weren't like of age to really be cognizant? Mm. No. Because that was 10 years ago? 10 years ago. Yeah, I don't think no. we have anybody's... I doubt we have anybody anybody in their teens listening right now. If you are, <laughs> go find your parents because they are bad <laughs> parents. Oh, <laughs> uh, we have an explicit content warning on our podcast, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, but no, what, what do you think is like the one of the most important things to to be prepared for in any sort of like massive, not just like a tornado... Like, massive shit. Like, what do you need at your fucking house? Like, just rattle well, off, like, some of the most important things you have to need or have access to. Definitely water. Um, like, you need access to a fresh water source or you need to have a stock. Clearly, fresh water source would yeah. be preferred. But, like, if you have some bags of water with iodine pills, you're good to go. Um, I'm a big believer of if you know something's happening, like, fill up bathtubs. Oh, yeah. Because you're going to need water for, like, Non yeah, consumption, cooking, yep, all that yeah. kind of shit. Something um, boil off. Yep, fuel is good. Whatever kind of fuels, cooking fuel, whether it's wood, so you can start a fire, yeah. you know, or propane or whatever. Um, but yeah, I, warmth. You know, if you're in a, a climate that gets mm-hmm. cold like that, you know, anything to protect you from the elements, because I think the elements are going to do a lot of people in too. And again, you know, the 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 hunkering in your house, that's a great idea, and especially for for the short term, yeah. until you, you everything settles down, until you can figure out what the hell's happening. But there's a very, very, very good fucking chance you're not gonna have any fucking power. You're not gonna have any heat. Yep. You're not gonna have any running water. Um, like you said about being prepared and filling up your bathtubs, and but make sure that just because you're in your house, you're still gonna get damn cold. Oh yeah. You know. Yeah. So so be prepared for that in a way to actually heat up your house, and whether that's a, a fire in your backyard, a fucking Something you can make a fire. I think if you got out the egress window, you can make a fire right out there. Yeah, a, a small one, yep. but that would still provide some heat right there. Yeah, you could you could work it in somehow. Yeah, that that's the hard part too. Is you don't necessarily want to do a fire outside because now you're going to be inviting. Absolutely, like, people are going to be attracted to the light. Yep, you know. So, yeah, I don't know. I that's such a, a terrifying proposition, and I used to have like like a uh, romanticized excitement for it. Uh, you and I both, but then what happened? We had families. Yes. And now we got to worry about other people. Yep. That's fucking silly. Yep. You and I, I mean, we had legitimate bug out. I mean, I still have all my shit, but like. Yeah, same. Like accessible. I fucked with it. I changed it. I added new yep. stuff in there. Like bug out bags ready to go. We oh. had a, a, a fighting, I don't want to say a fighting chance because that's kind of like. Well, we have a fighting chance now. Yeah. 
Everybody does. But like we were gonna like conquer that shit. Yeah. <laughs> like like no no We had more confidence yes. about it than now. And then you're is... absolutely right, but then you have a family and you're like, Holy shit, I hope this never fucking happens. Yeah. What do you totally add to, what do you add to that needs list? Guns. What well, yeah. yeah. I mean protection. Protection, um, both protection, uh and for you know, hunting and everything else. That's I love our neighborhood that we're in, even though it's a neighborhood. There's only two access points in yeah. this neighborhood, it's pretty big, and we're surrounded by cornfields. So granted Shit really hit the fan. You're going to run through deer quickly. Oh, yeah. But I mean, there's a ton of game around here that we can hunt. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I think that's one of the most important things because, to be frank, a gun will get you most things that you need. Yeah. If you know how to use it, I'm not talking about going, like, robbing people, but if I can go fight in the Marauders and take their shit from the people they, that they took from. Yeah, right. Like I, I, I like to think that in a apocalypse-type scenario that I would not be the asshole. I would not be a raider or a marauder. No, I... I would fight them and be cool with that. Yeah, the worst I would get would be like a Robin Hood kind of thing. Yeah. Like, I, I, I can never just fuck over like an innocent person just trying to get by. If they're a piece of shit, fuck them. Do you think yeah, Robin Hood was a socialist? <laughs> yeah. It was that whole story yeah, like re- pro-socialism? Re- redistri- redistribution of wealth. Yeah. yeah. I just thought of that. Or he's a Marxist, one of the two. I don't know much about Marxism. It's communism. Yeah, I knew there's hand in hand, but isn't there like different levels of communism? Like I know Karl Marx was like the father. I mean, of communism, yeah, like but I'm sure people put their own spin on it, which it yeah, doesn't work. Like Soviet Union, Russia, or Cuba, like yeah. a little few years back, was pure communism. Yeah, and whereas like China, they're communists, but they have at this day and age, you have to have some fucking capitalistic views. Yeah, yeah. otherwise you can't function as an economy. Cuba surprisingly did well, though, for being communist and being cut off. Well, they didn't. The place sucks. Everybody's fucking poor. There's no fucking medicine. They have all piece of shit old cars. It's so fucking corrupt down yeah, there. Yeah, but those cars are working great. Yeah, no, I think I think you're you're glamorizing Cuba a little bit more than <laughs> what it actually side. fucking is down there. Yes, I don't know that much about Cuba. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, no, I mean, I, I think you kind of hit the nail on the head. You make sure you have some source of water or at least enough water to last a while. Yeah. What is it, a gallon a day per person? I think so. Is like your bare like minimum. And you can get super simple shit like um, the little straws. Yeah. You know, most decently, if you're kind of out in the country, most river water extremes, you know, if it's relatively clear, you can use those straws or just boil it off and then use the straws. But... Those straws, they work pretty well. Yeah. Um, that's a, a simple way to purify water. I think people overlook that, like, a camping store is a very good place to stock up on, like, survivability stuff. Because it's all meant to keep you, like, going out in the woods yep. without any kind of provisions. Yeah, so. so you would show you a little thermal blanket. Yeah. It costs, like, $3 at a camping store. Yeah. That could be massive for you. Yeah, that'll really come in handy. Uh, but, yeah, so you got, you got your water. you got to have something to eat. Um, and, again, whether Protein you, and you carbs. Can, yeah, unless you, if you can hunt, you can fucking gross vegetables you know depending on where you're at and how long something like this would be going on for plants and crops is a great fucking idea yep uh but then yeah let, uh, shelter that, that, that's massive um doesn't have to be a house you know but i think getting away from people it's probably granted then if shit goes south or you get targeted your your help's far away right um communication is gonna be so limited yeah unless you have some radio so, yeah uh, so that, that's a concern though. You know, people say, oh, I'll just go out, you know, to the cabin or I'll just go out to the farm. Like, okay. But then what happens if 20 dudes roll up on your farm and it's just you, your wife and your two kids? Like, yeah. okay, good luck with that one. Yeah. That's a hard, so you gotta have a plan, yep. you know, to bug out if you need to get the hell, get the hell out of there. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I think a, a tactical retreat is a very yep. viable solution. Yep. Or, you know, I would absolutely fucking love if we had a, a, like, a, like a shelter. Like, not like in our house, but like a bomb shelter type thing. Not necessarily a bomb shelter. Right. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, just like, they, what do they call like survival pods or some yeah. shit like that. It's not going to withstand a bomb necessarily, but it's dug in the ground. It's a little place you can hide. Basically yeah. a root cellar. Yeah. Just somewhere you can go hide. Yeah, fucking yeah. You know, they let your house get ransacked. You get more supplies there. They fucking leave. Get your family out. There you go. Yeah. But, I mean, they probably won't come back because they've already gone through it all. But that's like a lot of money. <laughs> that is. That's like high level <laughs> planning right there. All right. So everything we talked about, I think, is relatively plausible because we mainly hit, you know, like a nuclear war, a social collapse. Some natural disaster, a fucking comet. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we joked about aliens. I don't think that's what it's going to be. Zombies. Um, only way that I see it being zombies would be like some sort of plague. Okay. Like some sort of... Um, like a weaponized plague? Maybe, but like a parasitic. Like um, there's that... Um, there's a mushroom, and I can't remember the name of it. But the spores of it uh-huh. will land on ants' heads. And it'll get into the ants' brain... And the ant will crawl up to the tallest piece of grass or branch or whatever it is it can find. And it'll grow a mushroom, which will pop and send spores, which will land on other ants. Uh, and it'll do the same. Like, this is how this mushroom reproduces. That's wild. So the video game Last of Us uh-huh. took that idea and basically this mushroom spore that's controls the, humans. And that's how the zombies are? And that's how these zombies are, is they're these, these mushrooms. But they're like people, you know, but there's like mushrooms growing off of them, and okay. it made them all fucking crazy. <laughs> have you ever played Last of Us? No, I, I, I never have. I know. So cannot recommend it enough. I know. I I was going to get it, and then I just never did. And I got a PS5, and then I just haven't. I know. it's. I know. A, I'm sure it's a fucking great game. I've heard so many good things about it. I've yeah. seen so, many, so much gameplay of it, and it looks fucking awesome. Yeah, and HBO is doing a show about it. And oh, it looks like cool. they're actually doing like a like good a job. Like a series? Yeah, who, uh, Mandalorian is the main guy in it. Oh, okay. He does a really good job and stuff. Oh, he's fantastic in Narcos. Yeah, um, I liked him in the uh, Triple Frontier, too. Okay. But anyway. So, so zombies are fun, though. Like, the zombies you and I enjoy on, like, movies and shit... That's the fun zombies. Slow movers, yeah. Yeah. Like these mushroom zombies? Yeah. They're, terrifying. They're rage zombies. Yeah, I don't have any interest in that. But like the slow movers, like the Night of the Living Dead, Dawn of the Dead, like that's where we got turned on to the idea of it because it just looked like, oh, okay, like I can handle probably that Absolutely. until you get swarmed and that's but, how they get you. But I think Walking Dead, um, I really think if, ever, if the world ever ended based on that, I think Walking Dead kind of hit the nail on the head where... The first while, it's just going to straight up be like trying to survive the zombies, right? Then eventually, people are going to start grouping up. They're going to start kicking the zombies' ass and learning how to either deal with them, run from them, fucking kill them, like whatever it is they can deal with them. The survival of the fittest. And now, now, the zombies are a complete fucking afterthought, and it's the clans of people. It's the groups. And now, who's going to be in charge? Fucking limited resources. I mean, it's it's just total like ripe for fucking chaos but then you still also have the fucking zombies yep so it's just double danger man you I, know, that's too much that's fucking hard i think a lot of apocalyptic scenarios we will still find ourselves fighting each other no oh, yeah. matter what and i know i bring up the expanse a lot but like that was one of my favorite parts about the expanse uh-huh. was they found this proto molecule and obviously a manufactured molecule made by an intelligent alien civilization mm-hmm. there's no doubt about it and so, like, the first little bit of the show was about them trying to figure this proto-molecule yeah. out, and it was, like, killing people, and, like, it was this big deal. Oh, yeah. Then the proto-molecule became a 
total back burner issue. And the whole to the Civil War, the whole program, yeah, it went back to Mars and Earth and the asteroid belt, yeah, fighting each other. It went 100% back to humans fighting over imaginary lines. Yep. And I was like, that is so fucking believable. Yeah. The, if the, we the, had an undisputable proof that there are aliens, we would somehow find a way to fight each other oh, over yeah. it. It was fucking stupid. Yep. Uh, the, the postman, we were talking about it before with Kevin, yeah, Kevin Costner, it's fucking fantastic, dude. Um, so basically, you know, it's post-apocalypse and you have all these towns they might trade a little bit yada yada but then you have this group that's the biggest and strongest and now they're basically saying hey we're the new government yeah you guys can still have your towns that's cool but like we need your young men for soldiers we need your fucking food yeah pay your tithe yes basically now we are the government here yeah um and so the basis of the movie is that kevin costner lies says he's a postman and that it's from the government in Washington, right? Uh-huh. And so he's going around all these towns getting fed everything else. Well, these assholes are saying, no, we're the big bosses around here. Like, you're telling me Washington is up and running and they're starting the post office again? Like, fuck you. And then all of a sudden these towns start doing the postman. It basically creates this civil war with like off of a lie because there is no fucking Washington. But uh-huh. Eventually, like they, they when the movie ends, they time skip and like, Everything's back to normal, which I think that's what will happen eventually. Yeah. There will be a normal again, but when we're talking generations down the line. Right. But yeah. And that, that goes back to what we talked about earlier is have we had that reset? Yeah. Has this fucking shit happened? Yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised. I think like there's a lot of civilizations we don't know a lot about yeah. because the conquerors have wiped oh, that evidence, sure. yep. you know, so... But, you know, and then, too, there's that one saying where it's um, hard times create hard men. Yeah. Or no. Is that hard yes. times create hard men? Hard create men create, like, good, good times. times. Create weak men. Yep. Which creates hard times. Yep. Creates, yeah. So, like, yeah, I think that's the cyclical nature of it. And we're clearly in the weak, weak times, weak men period. I think moving into the hard times period. I keep thinking that, but then shit happens and we're good. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I gas in, coming in the, down again. Inflation's coming down in the timeline, though. You know what I mean? Like we're still kind of a blink. Oh, for sure in history. Yeah, yeah. not. I mean, not even a like less than a blink. Yeah, so you know? it's interesting to see where that goes. Like, but but what's also crazy though is you think, all right, from like year zero until year fourteen hundred. Uh huh. There's not. A, I mean, yes, there's advances. Don't get me wrong, but. It's still like wasn't huge, not huge, right? Yeah. And then like fourteen hundred to like seventeen hundred, that's basically the fucking same thing that entire time. It's all muskets and shit, right? Yep. And then all of a sudden, like seventeen hundred, eighteen hundred, then modernization comes, railroad comes in the eighteen hundreds, yada yada. And all of a sudden, look from nineteen hundred to like nineteen fifty, and then nineteen fifty to two thousand, and even just fucking two thousand to twenty twenty two. Yeah. And like the rate of advancement is so far exponential. Ex- yes. Yep. Now compared to. Where we were the fucking first almost 2,000 years. Yeah. You know, and that, that to me is crazy. Well, there's people who saw, as a child, horse and buggy yeah. as a modern technology. Yep. And then later watched a guy walk on the moon. Yeah. Possibly. Insane. You know, it's <laughs> like, holy Is that going to be another episode? Huh? Are you going to try to convince me that that was fucking fake? I mean, I could. Oh, my But we're not you going won't, to. You won't huh? convince me. You absolutely will not convince me. No, I don't me. believe in it enough. Okay. I'm pretty sure we made it. Pretty sure. I'm we fudge some stuff, you know, like, I think there were some fudges, but, yeah, like, we had to, we had to beat Russia. Who, who, who kept that secret for, for 60 years? Just how could you? That's what I'm saying. So, you know, if, it, if it was fake, wouldn't we have heard it by now? Yeah. 
I think that's so funny, though, too, because you have all these people who are like, obviously, we landed on the moon because all these astronauts are like, yeah, we landed on the moon. Yeah. There's evidence of it and stuff like that. But then these same astronauts are like, we've also seen shit uh-huh. in space that we and, can't explain. But nobody and everybody's like, oh, no, you're just old. Yeah, yeah you're crazy. You're making yeah. that up. It's like, well, hold on a you second. You didn't see a like, fucking UFO up there on the way to the moon. No, yeah. Why, why do we believe you up to a point of yeah. comfortable? That's a great. I never fucking looked at it that way. That's a great yeah. point, dude. It's weird. It's very weird. Yeah. So I think that gives a lot more credibility to it. Than oh, yeah, I, probably I would intend. agree. I didn't look at it that way. Yeah. Yeah, I absolutely think that does. It's Yeah. So we're running long here. This is going to be one of our longer ones. But I want to ask you, we have our current mindset of what an apocalypse will be. Yep. Um, the Earth, something happening with the Earth, the uh-huh. core heating up or the poles switching or whatever, solar flare, whatever. Solar flare, we, we talked about that. We never really got into yeah. it. I think that's a... That's fuck. That's a very realistic. Yeah, it's a scary. That's one. gonna fuck shit up. So we have we have that kind of stuff. We have the civil... basically everyone. It's gonna fry all of our electronics if a big enough solar flare hit us. Yeah, if you weren't aware. Yeah, it's like a big EMP. Basically, if you know what that is. But it comes from the sun. Right. So we have the the sun destroying us. We have the Earth destroying humans uh-huh. just by the Earth being the Earth. Uh, civil unrest. You know, is our. So that's our current idea of what an apocalypse would mm-hmm. be. What do you think in I don't want to get crazy, but like 200 years, Mike and Ryan, 200 years now from now, from, from now, not, our, not, not ago, but forward, no, our version of us in the future, two guys who are like us sitting there talking about the apocalypse. What is our apocalypse in the future? Uh, probably almost a hundred percent going to be something climate related. Yeah. Resource related famine. Yeah. Over, uh, overpopulation. Um, what about underpopulation? What if we have a children of men? Very, and, you know, and then all of a sudden you don't have anybody to work, and then you have older generation that no one to take care of. Yeah, yeah. That, that's that's a fair point. So, children of men, um, very great film. If you haven't seen it, people listening, basically people can't have kids anymore. Like yeah. they, and not they by don't know choice. Why. They it's don't just, know why. No one's giving birth yep, anymore. Just, they don't know just why. Just one year, it just stopped, and then the last kid that was born died, like as a kid, and like the whole well, he was murdered. Was he murdered? Yeah, somebody killed him. Okay, and then, well, like the whole world like mourned, just, and they realized like this is it. This is it. Like yeah. we are doomed society. So yeah. you so have an society entire society. Goes to shit. Yeah, basically saying like, what the fuck's the point? There's literally zero future. Yeah, and it's all based in England. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. Well, a chick just happens to get fucking pregnant. Well, well, I'm not ruining the movie. They find that out like pretty quickly. Yeah, I guess they do. Yeah. Yeah. So, but then like. Though the whole point of the movie then is obviously certain factions don't want there to be any more babies. Then obviously certain factions are like, holy shit, this is no difference than like than Jesus Christ rising. You know yeah, what like I this mean? This is a big deal. Yes, like this yeah. is massive. There's hope for, for the future. Yep. It's a fucking it's a great movie. And unlikely heroes in it, I think is a is a good term. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But um I don't want to get off to because this I brought it up for a reason. So children and men, we stop having kids, we don't know why. Um if you look, scientists have found, or researchers have found, that there is a balance to the birth rates of boys and girls. Okay. That if it sways one way, statistically, people will start having more of the other sex. Okay. Okay. So, for some reason, we are making sure that the boys and girls stays fairly even. Mm-hmm. It's obviously not one-to-one, but it's close enough to where researchers have noticed there is an absolute trend mm-hmm. to the symmetry. 
So would there ever be a point where our human instinct that we don't know anything about notices, boy, we're really overpopulated. Maybe I should just shut down and stop having kids. Because think about how many people now are trying to have kids and aren't able to. And they have to do like in vitro Mm -hmm. and things like that. And they go to their doctors and their doctors are like, I don't know why you can't have kids. Yeah. Everything is showing good. Yeah. Like, is that something that could be happening? Because the Earth's population is to numbers where it's never been before. But again, though, is that something that we would noticeably see? Or would it take so many generations that you wouldn't fucking notice it? That's why... Or unless we are at that point now. That's why Mike and Ryan in the 200s yeah. from now, what would that be? 2020, 2022? 2222? That's like some crazy shit right, right? There. So Mike and Ryan in 2222 are looking back at, remember when there was like 8 billion people on Earth and then for some reason we couldn't have kids for 70 We're years? We're down to like 700 million now. But it like, it kicked back on, you know, like I, yeah. That's some weird shit that we don't know if that could happen or not. Because we don't know, obviously, enough about our, you know, because we don't know why there's a symmetry to boys and girls being born. Crazy shit. Dude, that's what's, it's so weird how much stuff we don't know. Yep. Yep. And I heard a guy talking about how we may have been able to perceive significantly more than what we can perceive now, but just through evolution... We've stopped being oh, able yeah, to I've perceive stuff that's not important to us. That yes. doesn't it doesn't matter to our survival. But yeah. like, because yeah, they say that birds can see the poles, and I mean not like physically, like see lines in the sky that are like the. Oh, like, that's how they like, use fucking. That's how they navigate. I mean, how else they yeah. fly hundreds and hundreds, of, if not thousands of miles to migrate? Yeah. But they, yeah, they can read the magnetic poles, and they think that Sorry. we might have been able to do that at one time because of our migration patterns. As, as ancient humans. Or, you know, I mean, how the fuck did they sail from, you know, the Pacific Islands eastward and yeah. land? And, you know, that, that's a, that's a, that's how they say South America got populated. North America was a land bridge, but South America was fucking, you know, the, the islanders yeah. coming eastward. Just cruising over. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, you think about, like, in, in just generations ago, like, your great-grandpa, if right now you said, hey, grandpa, you need to get to... Uh, this town in California, he'd have a really good idea of which way west <laughs> is, and he would know how to read a map and yeah, like just yeah. he'd have like a general oh, no, intuition. Think, yeah, we we've lost things, I'm sure. Yeah, our intuition is totally screwed yeah. up. You know, fucking over the years, we probably could you know maybe see farther than what we used to be able to see and shit. Oh, easily. You know, our hearing was probably like phenomenal. Yeah, but now there's so much other white noise around us. Our yeah. hearing just shit. Like, yeah. think, think about the last time you were in true silence. It's been a while, but at the same time, though, like like we've gotten bigger, and I don't mean fatter. I'm saying like taller, stronger. Yeah, like, like you, you would think that that would be opposite, right? You think that would be in like shorter, less muscles, everything else. But, but they say like fucking people like hundred years ago, the average height was like five foot six, and now it's like five foot eight. Maybe that was only some of them. Maybe. I mean, people find things they think are giants. That's true, right? That they attributed to giants. That's true. So. All right. Well, did we prevent the world from ending? We did. Sweet. Is our podcast going to end now, though? Tonight's? Yes. It will. Yeah, not, but not, not for not, good. Not, not for good, just for no, tonight. just for tonight. It's good to end for tonight. Because uh, we we've talked a long time. Are we doing Christmas next week? Is that 013? Yeah. I almost said 010 again. I'm fixated <laughs> on that. I really am. It must have been that party we had at the Satellite Studio. Oh, I'm, I'm, still, I'm still feeling from that party. Yeah. That was wild. Yeah. Remember when Tony M said, don't worry, I'll clean this up? Oh, that fucking asshole never did. Dude, this place reeks. 
reeks. There's so much like old food and what a, like stuff in there. What a dickhead. Yeah, I'm very disappointed in him. Yeah, I feel like did did Joey Meatballs say something to us today? By the way, I'm sure he's always saying shit. You know, it, it kills me like how many times I block him and he comes up with these alt accounts. <laughs> he keeps to getting fucking us. through. Yeah, like oh, here, here's here's a quick Joey Meatball <clears throat> quote. Said Ryan is not Brad Pitt in the heist group. He's the blonde-haired fuck-around brother from Utah that crushes the little brother's remote-controlled car with his big-ass truck. Actually, that's accurate. Yeah. All right. Honestly, between those two brothers, like that is realistic. Like I'd be the one playing with the remote control car, and you'd have fun driving over it. Yep. Yeah. All right, we're calling it. All right. Hey, end of the world theories. Email them to us. Yeah. If you have something like that, we didn't. Something plausible. Yeah. That we didn't bring up, and of how you think shit might go south. Let us know. So here's the deal, you fucking people. We can see on Anchor when we get listens and stuff to these shows. So let's get a little bit more involvement from all of you, right? Like, <laughs> let's get some more shit on our socials. Let's get some more stuff emailed to us and questions. Like, that's the fun part. I want to engage with everybody that's listening. And the Indians aren't throwing anything out there, so... <laughs> Maybe they threw the fucking glitter bomb. Ooh. Yeah. Did you know my daughter's name is a... Uh... Yeah. Yeah. Is yeah, it's a yeah. Hindu goddess. Yeah, of Maybe, chaos. God, yep, goddess yeah. of chaos, but also destroyer, destroyer of evil. Oh yeah. So, but maybe like they heard that. Maybe that's how they got into the podcast. Mm, I don't think we've ever mentioned your daughter's. Oh, we've absolutely said her name. I don't know. I have. Okay. It's not a secret. Okay. Well, hopefully, I remember to edit out your oopsie daisy three minutes into this one. Oh yeah that's, that's only there's only one that's a pretty good show that is pretty good yeah actually i give a lot of credit for that thank you so, all I right accept your apology all right everybody have a great uh i don't know it's coming out let's come on monday so we'll, we'll you'll still yeah. hear from us before christmas with a new episode yeah that we haven't recorded yet so if you got any christmas ideas you got like a few days uh after you hear this to to get them to us but we kind of i think we got a good christmas show yeah it'll be um as joyful as this one for sure as uplifting. Yes. Just very optimistic. <laughs> yeah. Super cool stuff to talk about. Cool. Yeah. Cool. All right. All right, guys. Oh, look at Harrison Ford. He's beating uh, up the Fucking El Presidente. Yep. Kick those Russians' asses. Yeah. You know they based him off George, oh! or George Bush. I can see that. Yeah, I don't think they did, but it was about that time. Look at well, this guy. Uh, George Bush Sr. Oh, he's a fucking hero. He just jumped oh, in front like of a bullet. Hurt. Yeah. Like he, that's, a, that's a pain face. Smoke him all, got him in the vest. That was a brave shot with his wife right there, like that. And she wasn't putting up with much of a fight either. Boom. Very nice. Smoked him. Fucking right. love the 90s. All right, bye, everyone. See ya.